Hello, hello, everybody. It is Sonia chiming in with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. You are joining us on May 24th, 2020, and I am so happy that you're here. Um, Today, we're just going to be having a conversation about temptation, and temptation surrounds us, right? So there's temptation in terms of Our time, our budget, eating, exercising, shopping. Um, There are so many different ways we can think of temptation. And I want you to think about the currencies that resonate with you the most. Um, So I could be saying, I could be saying something today and it could be like, huh, and it might apply to you in a different context. And that's exactly what I want you to take away from this is wherever it fits with you, let it be there. Let it be there. So when it comes to temptation, we're going to be talking about um, shopping, finances, food, and I guess any other areas where it might be related. You might have the perfect intention to have the perfect plan And to have the perfect day. And we all know perfection doesn't exist. But go with me on this. So, you know, you've set some standards and some expectations for yourself. Correct? You know, you may be on a mission to reshape your body. And have a little bit of a trimmer figure, for instance. So part of your temptation would be to stay away from foods that enable you to make unhealthy choices. And that could be part of your temptation. What standards are you setting for yourself to keep yourself aligned with your goals? How are you acting in your own best interest? Are you only keeping foods in the house that are going to help reach those goals? Are you allowing yourself a little bit of flexibility or do you have an all or nothing mindset? When it comes to temptation, a lot of us have an all or nothing mindset, which is why a lot of us have dieted numerous times and have failed numerous times. I'm not saying you weren't successful on your diet. I'm saying you weren't successful to the point where you're, you weren't able to keep it off permanently. Um, and if you have, great, but I bet you, if you have, it wasn't a diet. If you have managed to keep off weight and adjust your lifestyle accordingly, that is a lifestyle change. That is not a diet. A diet has an end date, sorry, a start date and an end date. So if you're looking for changes, you don't want to be on a diet. If you can't do it for the rest of your life, don't do it. And again, take that theory and apply it to your finances, your budgeting, the relationships that are near and dear to you, your time management, even shopping or your household. If it's not something that you can do for the rest of your life, don't do it. So it might mean saving now to have more later, but if you're aiming for a bigger picture plan, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. And saving is a huge correlation to dieting or not even dieting, but losing weight, living a very well lifestyle. Um, so amping up your wellness big picture means eliminating your stress and keeping yourself moving, 
active, keeping your mind sharp and challenged and nourishing your mind, body, and soul. Um, so choosing foods that don't tempt you. Um, but that does play a role in the other areas of life that I've talked about already. Um, such as shopping, money, so finances, food, and relationships even. Um, personal relationships, extended relationships, your family. Um, all of these factors impact temptation. Um, how many times have we gone out? We weren't going to go out for dinner. We, we go out last minute because it's quicker and we're exhausted um, because we didn't recognize what our day, how our day was going to unfold. So it unfolded in a way that wasn't optimal. We decided to go out for dinner. We're tempted to eat more. And now we're spending more and we're not getting the results that we want. Um, and what I mean by that is the immediate results that we want. You know, are we really truly satisfied from that meal we just had? Or do we now feel guilty? Um, because we just went against the grain. The activity that you just chose was not in your best interest towards your goals. So are you, what are you doing? Like, are you serving yourself properly by reaching towards those expectations? Are you acting in your own best interests? And ask yourself this, you know, the night that example I just used about going out for dinner, not only did you choose food that you probably didn't need or want, or as as nourishing as if you would have made it at home, even if you made it at home and you made some changes to it and it's not the healthiest, it's still better than what you would have gotten eaten out, likely, especially in this scenario. But you also would have spent money. And in that case, you probably would have been tempted because you didn't go out alone. So you would have been tempted to have a little bit more, have a glass of wine with dinner, maybe add some dessert. Hard to say, but I know we can all relate to what I'm, what I'm sharing here. So tomorrow, would you feel good about this decision or would you feel even better about the decision about staying home, adjusting the menu, maybe having something quick in the freezer that you can throw in that's a good compromise. That's not going to sabotage your goals versus going out just because it's a solution to a problem. So that's a really, really, really good thing to think about. So there's a couple points I mentioned. Setting standards for yourself. Are you acting in your own best interest? So as your day progresses, are you working towards reaching those standards? And some days are going to be better than others. That's okay. The third thing I had mentioned is, will you feel good about this decision tomorrow? Oh my goodness. How many times have we like eaten something and it so wasn't worth it? In many cases, one bite of some delicious treat is all you need to satisfy that sweet tooth or to satisfy that temptation of, oh, what does it taste like? You don't need the whole piece of pie on your plate. You can share that with your partner. You can just take a small bite. Um, you can find a flavored Greek yogurt that tastes similar or a healthy recipe to make that now you have found a nice compromise to that temptation. Um, when it comes to temptations, there's a spectrum. So I had mentioned the all or nothing mindset 
And many of us are all or nothing, right? We go on those diets. We eliminate sugar, gluten, dairy. We maybe eat just shakes for two meals because we're looking for some sort of quick fix and a remedy to a problem that's taking us years to create. But we want it fixed now. Um, We are in the society of instant gratification. And with COVID, that's made a lot of us slow down and pause and reflect. Um, So you're going to fall somewhere along a spectrum. And what I mean by a spectrum is on a scale of one to a hundred or one to 50 or whatever you're going to use, where 50 or a hundred is your ultimate wellness or your perfect day, however you want to break it down. Um, maybe it is having no debt. That's what 100 means to you. Um, and maybe you're sitting there Maybe, maybe half of a hundred, of course, is 50, but maybe you're sitting on like the 25 because you have more debt than you would like and you don't have enough savings. So, you know, through the spectrum, you're coming up with different rationales and different landmarks along the way to get you to the ultimate result. So you're falling along the spectrum. When it comes to dieting, people are extreme. And, and again, we all know people that, that have been part of a diet for years, because they haven't found the, the right system, they haven't um, reset their mind and given themselves permission to do anything different than an all or nothing mindset. So where are you on the spectrum? Think about what you can do today to be 1% better than you were yesterday to get you to your goal. 1% better. And it's okay if you slide a little bit backwards and then you jump forward. We're going to have moments. We're, we're going to have days. We're going to have months. And, and for some of us, COVID is, is that period of time where we are surviving. You know, we're not thriving, but we are surviving and that's okay. So ask yourself where you're, where are you on the spectrum towards your goals? And I can help people, ladies and gentlemen, I can help you all map this out. Um, if you're ever curious about how to map this out on the spectrum, you know, where you're at emotionally, where you're at energetically, how it fits together and where you are at with your limiting beliefs, um, which is where I work on the mindset and the wellness piece, helping you get unstuck, helping you move forward with new direction and ignite your passion along the way. So really find what drives you. So you're not falling back into that typical old patterns that have gotten you to where you are. Now, again, there are many of you, I hope that are listening to this that have some fabulous stories and you've gotten past some of those negative patterns and you have learned so much about yourself and you're in such a good spot. You're just listening to this for encouragement and motivation and great. I would love to hear from you too, because we all need other people to help pull us up on our journey. A hundred percent. Um, We all need mentorship. We all need accountability. We all need leadership. We all need coaches, but we all need a helping hand throughout our lives. So please, if you're one of those people that have reached success in any of the areas I've talked about or any other areas, please reach out. Um, I'd love to hear your story and what you did and support you along the way. But let's go back to temptation for one minute because temptation in the spectrum as to where you want to go versus where you are now. We talked about exactly that, where you're at now and where you want to be. But how about where is that temptation falling on that spectrum? Is that temptation just just 
a moment or is that temptation huge? What is the driving hor- horse? <laughs> what is the driving force behind that temptation? Um, are you bored? That could be it. Did you have a bad day? That could be it. Is it something that you can energetically release? Is it something that you can distract yourself from and eliminate that temptation altogether? How are you handling your temptations? Um, again, distraction, motivation, exercise. You know, we see temptations in other people, but we don't always understand what we see in ourselves. Um, so how are you distracting yourself from your temptation? Do you do you go right into it? You know, if you're craving a chocolate bar or if you go online shopping, do you fill your shopping cart and then realize the price and walk away? Or do you like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going for it. I'm worth it. Or do you set little rewards up for yourself so you have something to look forward to? And that's no longer a temptation, right? Um, that is a reward system. And I, you've heard me talk about that on the previous podcast, but I really want you to think about this and see the difference between temptation, where it falls on the spectrum, where it aligns with your goals on that spectrum, and where you are now. And forgive yourself for anything that you do that is tempting. That's okay. It's a mindset, right? So if you feel the guilt, you're going to self-sabotage even more. If you understand that it's okay, it's going to happen, it's not an all or nothing mindset, and progress is still progress, even better. That's exactly the mindset I love each and every single one of you to have. If you only have one cheat day laid out for the week when it comes to your your healthy meal plan that you put together or that you're working with on your coach, and you ended up having two, that's okay. <laughs> That's okay. What if you had a Dairy Queen blizzard and you didn't go for a run and, and now your, your weight and everything is affected by it? It's okay. You know, we're going to have roadblocks along the way. We're going to have a few interferences. It's how do you react to that? How are you responding to that temptation? If you're responding in a, with the mindset that it's okay, you're not going to want it as much. If you punish yourself thinking that you have self-sabotaged your journey and now you're you're doing all of this negative self-talk, and, and again, we all know it's like, oh man, I can't do anything right and I suck and I can't believe I just did this. I've worked so hard all week and I just ruined it. And right, we know, we all know what that, that moment is, but I don't want any of you to continue on that path. Hands up if you're on that path. If you've been on that path, if you can recognize that path, um, call me, text me, <laughs> reach out to Sonia at freshapproachfitness.ca. I don't care. We're going to step away from that journey. That's not serving you. That's not serving your mindset. And I guarantee you, my friends, if you're doing it in one area of your life, you are doing it in other areas of your life as well. If you are living any kind of all or nothing mindset, you will see continuous patterns throughout your life in different areas from relationships to finances, to food, to fitness, to your thoughts going through your mind. With um, the wellness work that I do here at Fresh Approach Fitness, we help alleviate the major peaks and valleys and make it more of a balanced a balanced lineal line instead of the ups and downs that happen 
I hope you find that balance and that peace. And then we shift the spectrum from there, right? We shift the line up. We help you find your equal, your happy place right now, balancing a few things out to your lifestyle, to your schedule, to your goals. And one more thing, I pract- I help you practice what makes you feel amazing. Um, so when it comes to temptation, learn how to enjoy the treats. That's right. You heard me. Treats, temptation, motivation. You know, you guys all know that I help a lot of people when it comes to their, their wellness and fitness and health goals. Um, but I really want you to lean into those treats and learn to enjoy them. Enjoy them in a way, think of them as a way, how are they affecting your hormones? How are they affecting your health goals? Are you balanced? Are you healthy? If those things are all a yes, go for it. If you're going to eat ice cream, it is going to make you want to spend the night in the bathroom. Do not go for it. Um, If you want to buy something, but it's going to put you in debt and you are not in a position to be in debt right now because you've got a plan to clean up your debt, don't go for it. But if it's a yes to balancing your hormones and a yes to towards your health goals, even if it is a treat, lean into it and go for it because there is a way of having balance in your life. And you can still desire the treats and desire the way you want to eat well and live your life. As long as you consistently take care of yourself, there's the trick. Once you learn to consistently take care of yourself in all of those areas, it will fall into place and treats will no longer be treats. They will just be part of your every day. Um, And yes, you know, sometimes we decide to take things away and then bring them back. But what if we just do that as a one-time shot, if at all, and we learn to just manage without it, again, without those peaks and valleys? Sometimes when we're doing a cleanse, sometimes when we're doing a purge, we do have to pause. Um, But that's rare. You know, that's a little bit of extreme. That's a little bit of rareness. Um, And that's definitely not the big picture. The big picture is to find the happy place, the balance. And when it comes to making a decision, I really want you to think about the experience behind the decision regarding treats, especially regarding temptation, regarding things that wouldn't be part of the normal day to day or regarding the driving force that's making you want that treat or that temptation. Um, How does it relate to eating healthy? Are you pushing yourself hard? Are you working out extreme? Are you saving a lot of money? If you're going to be bringing a treat or leaning in and going for a temptation that's going to counteract those goals, don't do it. It's not worth it. It really, really, really isn't worth it. And that goes back to the self-sabotage and that goes back to the all or nothing mindset, which I'm going to take you away from bit by bit, small steps, because the smaller the steps that we can do, the more success you're going to have. You didn't gain weight overnight. You didn't go in debt overnight. You didn't have, you didn't get the mindset that you have presently right now overnight. These are years of patterns. This is years of a learning cycle. Um, this is years of not thinking kindly about yourself. 
So we're going to have to take some time and baby step through all of these different shifts that we're going to need to make where it doesn't seem like these are direct shifts that we're making, where it seems like it's simply just natural. Okay. We're going to lock arms together and make this happen for you. Help you make this shift because you know what you're feeling now. And whether you're listening to this podcast and you're feeling fantastic because it's a beautiful sunny day out, or you're not feeling so fantastic because you're just, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, you're beating yourself up. Maybe you, um, indulge too much in food today. Maybe you went online shopping. Maybe you went to the grocery store and you're around too many people and you're not used to it anymore. And you're not sure how this is going to affect things. Maybe there were some other demands thrown at you and you're off your game, right? But give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to make a decision to experience something new. So that something new could be a temptation that something new could be a treat, that something new could be working exceptionally hard at the gym and pushing yourself. I mean, pushing yourself past a point that you don't think you could even ever get to. Like you do one more set, one more rep, or or you know what? Now you start adding those burpees. Make a decision to experience something new. What if you took this time and worked on your finances and cleared things up? What if you meal plan, you tried something new, you stopped for two hours of your week, planned out your food, bought your groceries, um, have your menus ready to go and did some meal prep along the way. What if you tried something new? What if it works? (laughs) Okay. Let's, let's bring this onto the food front for a minute. Trying something new, giving yourself permission to experience it. I'm going to jump right into food. If you don't like it, don't eat it. Don't be afraid to try something new, but just because it's good for you, don't eat it if you don't like it. Um, This is going to have a huge impact on temptation. When you eat foods that you enjoy and you enjoy cooking and you enjoy the savoring each forkful as it comes up to your mouth um, and the smells, mm, I'm just trying to think there's so many favorite foods I have, but I'll be honest. There are some foods I don't like. I don't care how many times I've tried to eat Brussels sprouts. I can't do it. I don't like it. They're gross. I'm going to go right out there and say, in my personal opinion, it doesn't matter how I eat Brussels sprouts. And I have tried them steamed. I've tried them, um, roasted with seasoning. I, I can't not do Brussels sprouts. It's the texture. I cannot do it. Um, and yes, they're healthy and yes, they're good for you. They're really good for your digestive system. I absolutely cannot do Brussels sprouts. You will never see me add that to, to my day. I, I won't eat it. And that's the same thing. So if you, sorry, the same thing for you. So if you don't like it, don't eat it. Find what you do like, mix it up a little bit. Like salads. Okay, let's talk about salads for a second. It's summertime. Well, actually, we're yeah, I'm getting two steps ahead. But it's springtime, close to summertime. And this is the time of year where I enjoy eating salads. Um, I've been eating them a lot more lately. In the wintertime, I like to eat soups. But if I don't feel like eating a salad, I cannot force a salad. I don't love salads year-round. Yes, I'm a health nut, but I don't love salads. Um, because I'm real, right? I know what I like and I know what I don't like it. And 
I have to be in the mood to eat a salad. And I'll mix it up. Um, last week I had coleslaw salad with apples and pumpkin seeds. And I did throw a few raisins in there. Um, today I had a salad with some turkey breast in it and some raw vegetables. I always do. I always chop up some dry raw vegetables. So radish, snow peas, celery, green onions, and carrots in a dish with a container or a container with a lid where all I have to do is take a handful or a spoonful and add it onto the salads for the week as we're going through them. So I had that mix ready to go and I added some turkey breast to it. Um, and I ate that for lunch. I felt like it on a Sunday, which, you know, it's weekends are a little bit harder to stick to a schedule and a routine, but I was looking forward to a salad. It kept me full for the day. It was very nutrient dense. So I didn't crave any, Thing unhealthy, and you know, there's tomato cucumber salads. Mm. You know, there are so many different types of salads that we can we can talk about this in another day, or you can again, you can reach out to me and I can help you come up with seven different salads for the week. Last week, the family had tacos, and I made a Tex-Mex salad. So, my Tex-Mex salad was amazing. Um, I used the ground turkey that I used in the tacos. And I put it over my romaine lettuce and I added the toppings that you would put on the tacos, except for I did not add cheese. Um, I did use a little bit of nachos, like maybe, maybe five nachos crumpled up for a little bit of crunch. And I use salsa as my topping. So I ate that salad twice last week because we had leftovers and it was amazing. It was really good. Um, so lettuce, tomato, I think I added jalapenos to mine my salad and, um, ground turkey on top, probably half a cup of salsa. Cause I just love salsa and five nachos crumpled up and it was so good. So good. Um, yeah. So that's a different kind of salad that you can make from home. So there's a bunch of different salads, but if you don't like salad, my friend, don't eat them, do not eat them. And, and that's what I wanted to to share is when it comes to temptation, you will be tempted to eat more if you're ready, not eating the foods that you like. Okay. Think about that for a second. You will be tempted to eat more if you're not already eating the foods that you like. So eat a variety of foods that you like throughout the day, eat them different ways, find out how you like to cook them and continue down that, write them down, journal it, you all know that you can go to asksonia.ca and download the three, the free 31 day journal. And you can start journaling how it makes you feel to eat certain foods. Um, but making sure that you eat what you like, it will help you build the desire to eat more healthier foods more often. So to help with temptation, your palate will change as you eat healthier foods. The more and more you step away from processed foods, the more and more you eliminate the cravings for processed foods, which include extreme sugar, which include um, salty foods and the crunches. And you don't need to step away from it a hundred percent. I just got through sharing that I added like five nachos the other day to my um, taco salad. That's okay. Five nachos aren't going to make me crave a chocolate bar or, or two or three later that afternoon because everything else in that salad was nutrient dense. 
right? I'm getting vitamins and nutrients. It's filling me up to the point where I can barely finish my bowl of salad. So those are the types of foods I would like to help you or help you see you create to your day-to-day is what kind of additives can you do to make some small changes to what you're currently already eating? How can you step away from eating processed foods, even at one meal at a time? We all know that walking around the perimeter is 90% of where you're going to get your groceries. And if you're not already doing that, try that first. But what is it that you can add to your current meal to eliminate process, eliminate the cravings, and enhance your um, current flavors of the fruits and vegetables or even the carbohydrates and proteins and fats that you're eating that are going to help alleviate those temptations for down the road. There is a book on this. Um, I believe it's called The Dorito Effect, and it talks about how um, manufacturers add a variety of different chemicals to those foods to actually make you want more. And that's the same thing that holds true with with Diet Coke. Um, And not just Diet Coke. I don't mean to blame Diet Coke, but pretty much anything with aspartame, and I'm going to use a diet pop, a diet soda as an example. Um, But Diet Coke is the example I can connect with the most. And you know, normally when people are drinking a diet pop, they feel like they haven't consumed any energy, um, any, any calories. So energy is calories. Um, so because it's zero calories for a diet Coke. So if you were to have a diet Coke, the chances are you're going to have a snack with it, right? You're going to eat some chips with it. Now, a lot of people that drink diet pop actually overeat. And that's exactly why. The chemicals, the artificial sweeteners, the chemicals in the pop is what's making you crave something else to eat. Plus the mindset is, oh, well, the, co- the, the pop is zero calories, so I can now eat something to go with it. And you're not even aware of this temptation and how it interacts. Okay. Um, so you're in, a, you're in a position in your life where you want to make some changes, right? And... Have you ever tried to make changes in the past and noticed that there are maybe some people around you that don't get what you're trying to do? They're trying to be loving and supportive, but they just don't get it. So I'm going to give you some tips and some suggestions to help that you can add to your life. And again, keep, keep, keep your friends in your social circle. But when I first lost 65 pounds 10 years ago, I was on this incredible journey Um, I really wasn't liking the reflection in the mirror. It wasn't smiling back at me and I made some major lifestyle changes. This is when I fell in love with myself was 10 years ago. And and since then there's been some peaks and valleys. My journey has changed and shifted and priorities and injuries and, and extended family, um, new grandson as of most recently, but you've all heard me say before that I'm not able to do the activity I was able to do that I've been able to do for the last 10 years. Um, and that's hard on me. That means I'm not able to get out there and run. I can't get out there and walk the dogs. I'm limited to a few things. It doesn't stop me. It makes me pause, reflect, reshift my thinking and understand, and appreciate what I can do. So when I did my journey 10 years ago, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I didn't know what to expect, but I can tell you a lot of my friends weren't along with me on this journey. 
I learned that I made new friends very quickly, friends that supported me on my journey because my current friends didn't understand what I was doing. They didn't understand why I wanted more. They didn't understand why I wanted to feel better. They just did not relate to where I was at and where I was going. And as you're progressing through your journey, and it doesn't matter what it is, again, it can be a personal relationship change um, or improvement. You know, it can be work on your finances. It could be work on yourself. It could be wellness when it comes to health and fitness. There's so many different variables that you can apply this to, as I said at the beginning. But you're going to need to surround yourself with support. Um, I am very lucky now. I have an amazing support system. But I have attracted the support system. I attracted my partner. Um, He's got all of the qualities I was looking for. My parents, I'm sure they've adapted. You know, the fact that I can't run every single day. um, You know, they used to wonder how much of an impact that played on my relationship with my husband at the time. It didn't whatsoever. I was a much happier person. My children thought I was a much happier person when I took care of myself. But my parents just weren't close enough. Physically, we lived further apart to understand how it was a benefit and not a detriment. So in terms of support, there was a little bit of difference of opinions there. Um, And they had their own beliefs and and the reality was completely different and that's okay, but that's going to happen. So as you're trying to avoid temptation, I want to give you some suggestions as to what you can do to step up your game, to bring yourself some motivation, some support, and some encouragement. So find people who had been there before. So you can do this through a Facebook group. You can do this through somebody at the gym when the gym's open back up. And, you know, if you go work out at a local gym, talk to people. Just, they're all like-minded, just like you. They are working out just like you. They have a reason to be there, just like you. And it doesn't have to be the same reason. But stir up a conversation, get to know them. You could make your new best friend there and you guys could be working out daily and have something to look forward to where now you have that buddy system. Okay. That kind of accountability is going to help you stay on track and not be as tempted. The next thing you could do is join some groups. And yes, I know we've got a little bit of social distancing and isolation still happening in society at the moment. But there are lots of online groups and a lot of people are spending time online right now. And and that may or may not change, right? It depends on your situation. And if this is a priority to you, again, whatever it is, find a group. And I do offer some groups and I can suggest some groups as well. But find a group that's going to align with your goals. Get to know people in that group. Don't just watch what they're doing. Participate. Ask questions. See how they're doing. And pull each other in, in terms of support, motivation, ideas, encouragement, give to other people what you need from other people, because we attract what we lack. So if you are trying to lose weight and you are struggling with, um, diet, food, the roller coaster, making healthy choices, you're going to continue to attract people that are just like you. Okay, so you're going to need to step out of your comfort zone just a little bit, push yourself a little bit in this direction and find other people that are either on the exact same journey as you or that have been there and are successful or that have the qualities that you admire because those people that have the qualities that you admire, 
they're going to help you get to where you want to be. And it doesn't matter if it's the exact same place as where they're at. There's something that you're attracted to or that you admire that you are going to be able to use to support yourself to get closer and closer to your goals and to get further and further away from temptation. So groups will provide motivation. Facebook groups are great for that encouragement, but don't be on the sidelines because nobody's going to know that you need it or what you want. Just go and participate, ask questions, learn about people, follow some people, find support with people that get you. Ultimately, that's what it is. And there's so many different ways of doing that. Um, I just talked about Facebook groups. I talked about going to a gym, a library, a book club, um, whatever it looks like. And again, these can all be done online right now, but you are growing and you are learning and you are changing. And as you're doing all of this self-development, you're going to have a new direction. And all of this is going to happen without you realizing it. You're going to be comfortable saying no, and people are going to want you to say yes. So eventually you're going to have some rough days where you're going to be tempted to say yes, but you don't want to get off your path for whatever reason, or you only want to be tempted a little bit because you don't want that roller coaster ride and you're worried about getting yourself back on track. Again, we're going to work towards alleviating um, the roller coaster ride. So it's less peaks and valleys, but it doesn't mean they're not going to happen. So you can listen to podcasts like this for motivation. You know that these come out every single Sunday and you can tell your friends and we can do a follow up on Facebook about what we've talked about on this. I had mentioned I have different groups that people can be a part of, um, but you can also read, read nonfiction books on the topics that you are looking towards improving, improving, not improvement, improving. So, um, whether it's developing your mind to be more positive, whether it's finances, whether it's relationships, find some nonfiction books or hop on Facebook and get some recommendations as to what other people think and get yourself started and find out what you like and what you don't like. Find out who speaks to you and ask yourself why their message is relating to you. You know, is it their personality? Is it their energy? Is it their optimism or is it the fact that they are so real that you can understand their struggle and their struggle makes them real, but yet they're happy and they're living their best life. And that's exactly what you want. So podcasts are good for that. Books are good for that. You may not even be familiar with, with the different types of books and the varieties that are out there. And again, message me. There's so many I can... I can um, refer or put a post up on Facebook and see who responds. I'm sure most of you are on social media one way or another. Um, but there's so many books out there that are wonderful resources that even if they're nonfiction, which is what I highly recommend, you're not going to learn a lot from a fiction book, right? But you are going to learn about David Ramsey in the seven baby steps, how to spring clean your budget. If you listen to his podcast and read a book. Um, you are going to learn how to be healthy if you read a book. You're going to learn how to be a successful entrepreneur through podcasts or Facebook groups. Perhaps you're going to know how to how to um, eat best for your lifestyle through books. I'm a bit of a geek, so I don't mean to be going off about books, but 
I love them. I have a whole collection here in my office and I'm always referring to different books. Um, so books, podcasts, any way of learning is a way of growing. And that's how I've learned to grow into myself, um, over the last 10 years. You know, the, the change has been amazing, but it's like a caterpillar opening up to become a butterfly. And that's what I hope for all of you. Um, when you're ready and the time has come for you to, to begin, you know, let's chat or even get your own spectrum set up as to where you want to go, what it looks like. And I don't care what it looks like. It can be weight. It can be finances. It can be emotion and energy. It doesn't really matter what the end result is. I don't need to know that. You need to know that. And if you're really not sure, think about the qualities that you admire in people and find somebody that you admire and what qualities do they have and why do you admire those qualities? You know, you can sit here and say to me, well, Sonia, I just want to lose weight because, you know, if I'm down to a Sally's five, my life's going to be perfect. No, it's not. I've, I've met so many people that think it's all about the number on the scale and it's not. So when you reach that number, you're either going to want more or you're going to stop right there and self-sabotage and go right back up because you didn't learn anything. All you learned is that number doesn't mean anything. I don't care what size you are. I care that you are well. I care that you are happy. I care that you are living your best life. And yes, of course size matters because you can't be healthy if you're 400 pounds and you're not able to get out and go for a walk. I'm not talking injury here, folks. I'm talking because the movement isn't there, because the mindset isn't there, because that's going to reflect other areas of your life. Um, I have lost weight. I have gained weight. I have struggled in my mind and I have struggled with my physical body. But the one thing I do know for sure is there is something you can do about it for sure. And the more you do, the smaller the steps are, the more it's not going to be an all or nothing mindset. It's just going to be a natural habit that happens into your life, a natural transformation. Keep in mind, you can create momentum from movement. So when you get up in the morning and you have a plan and you have an agenda and you check things off and you feel good because there's a sense of accomplishment or you're on track, that's momentum. If you get up and you exercise first thing in the morning or you journal your thoughts, or you do something towards moving that needle one step closer to your goals, that is momentum to propel you forward for the rest of your day. Okay, that is it. We're looking at a couple, like about 42 minutes here with this podcast, guys. Um, please, if you like and share, sorry, if you like this podcast at all, please like it, share it, give me some comments. Um, I've only been doing this for a couple of months. I would love to hear what everybody has to say about this. Um, and let me know what topics you want to talk about. Um, so today's temptation, we've done a bunch of other ones. If you have any questions at all, Sonia at freshapproachfitness.ca. It's Fresh Approach Fitness all over social media. You can find me. And I would certainly love to hear from you. And I, again, encourage you and thank you for liking and sharing this podcast to your friends. And be sure to leave a comment. Have a great week, my friends. And you can't see me, but I just waved. <laughs> Anyways, have a great weekend.